Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. As we round out the show, as we round out the week, uh, we're still broadcasting live from Utah's Business Diversity Summit, part of the One Utah Summit series. And it's uh, been an amazing day here today at the summit. Uh, businesses, community leaders, government officials, all talking about how do we create a more diverse, more inclusive, more effective workplace and space. And to me, that goes all the way into our community conversations. And uh, to round out the program today, we're really pleased to have the governor of the state of Utah, Spencer Cox, on the line. Governor, thanks for joining us. Boyd, thanks for having me. It's great to be with you again. Uh, this is one of those uh, conversations. We've had such a great conversation uh, over the last two hours uh, talking with a, a wide range of people. We had uh, Sydney Shorter, the CEO of the Black Chamber of Commerce. We have Stacey Burnell, the new diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, manager for the Utah Jazz. Uh, we said that's the most important acquisition the Jazz have made this year. Uh, and, uh, and a host of others as we've talked about uh, this idea of Utah becoming more diverse Utah becoming uh, really a, uh, an agent of change around the country. As you look at diversity, equity, and inclusion, Governor, what are the things that are on your mind? Sure. Well, th- thanks for asking, Boyd. Again, Utah is changing. Um, you know, we, we used to kind of think of Utah as the, the whitest state in the nation. That's, that's no longer true. I think we're, we're like 18th now um, when it comes to, uh, uh, to, to the changing uh, landscape. I was looking back actually 20 years ago, and it, it's fascinating to me. We've added a million, over a million people in, in the last 20 years, and we went from uh, about a diversity rate of about 15% to, to 25%. So, Certainly changing. Um, w- w- what stands out to me, though, is that this is such now uh, a, um, a divisive topic. And, and, and it's so sad to see that happening in our country because uh, what, what we're really focused on here is making sure that everyone that lives here feels like they are part of a community, like mm-hmm. they, they are welcome here, that there is opportunity. And, uh, and sadly, as we look at some of those numbers, uh, we know that that isn't necessarily the case, that we have pockets and segments of our, our, our state that are struggling. And so what can we do to be intentional about, uh, about resources allocation, uh, about communication, making sure that we're, we're meeting people where they are? And, and all I'm asking, all I'm looking for is, is not to give anybody a leg up over someone else, but to make sure that everyone has the same opportunities as everyone else. Yeah, so important. Uh, we talked to uh, uh, Riley Curtis from uh, the U of U Health and talking about the new facility being built out there in West Valley. Uh, and it was such an interesting thing uh, 
obviously a lot of diversity in that community and a lot of distrust when it comes to the area of health care. Uh, a lot of that happened during the pandemic. And uh, to me, this is one of those things you're talking about, Governor, in terms of meeting people where they are, building trust where they are so that we can all move forward together. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. And, and the pandemic's a great example. We saw it in a couple ways. Uh, clearly, if you've talked to Riley, talked about some of those health disparities that we saw when, when it came to testing and then vaccine distribution. And we were able to change those conversations by, again, working with partners in those communities, trusted partners, working with grocery stores and pharmacies and, uh, and, and medical professionals in those communities uh, to change some of those disparities. We actually saw it with the, uh, the PPP loans as well. Mm. You remember those loans that banks worked very closely yeah. to, to distribute? Um, Utah was, uh, was uh, we were really proud because when the first round of PPP loans finished up, we were number one in the nation for distributing those, those loans, which were, again, to keep businesses open, loans that would be forgiven as long as they were used for employees, to keep them on the payroll. We did such a good job of it here. And then we started looking at the numbers and realized that almost none of those loans went to uh, minority-owned businesses. Mm. And it was because, you know, when, when you're making an announcement about this new loan program at 11 o'clock on a Thursday, if you're running a small minority-owned business, you're not paying attention to that, right? You're just, you're working your guts out just trying to survive. And, uh, and so when the second round of PPP loans came around, uh, we were much more intentional in reaching out, getting better information out to people in those communities, and we saw a significant increase in the, uh, the, the number of PPP loans obtained by, by minority-owned businesses. So again, we can do this. It's, it's not rocket science. It, it's just about communicating in the right ways and in the right places and helping people take advantage of those opportunities. Uh, so important. And uh, we just wrapped up a conversation with uh, part of your team, Leah Lobato, who's the director of your committee on employment of people with disabilities. And, and often we don't think about people with disabilities as part of diversity in an organization. Leah's is doing some extraordinary work there, but it's great to see that part, that real diversity, everybody being included in that conversation. Yeah, and that's what we're we're really trying to do. Again, um, in, in ways that should not be controversial, uh, just making sure that whoever you are, wherever you live in the same in this state, that you get the same opportunities as everyone else. And and I believe that really starts with education. Uh, and mm. and if we want success later on in life, we have to make sure that we're giving opportunities for success earlier in life. 
and that means when it comes to funding uh, to our our, um, our our Title I schools, making sure our kids that are in special education, kids our, our kids with with disabilities, kids with all abilities, uh, the First Lady is very uh, very connected and working hard on her initiative around unified sports, which is a cool opportunity uh, working with Special Olympics for kids of all mm. abilities to play together. So you you end up having um, a, you know a, a young girl uh, with with Down syndrome playing basketball with her um, her uh, all ability peers, right? They're playing together on these teams, and it changes the whole culture. It's the most glorious thing you've ever seen. But those types of experiences, if you're a high school student and the, the star of the soccer team, and, and you're playing soccer with uh, with kids with disabilities, uh, then when when you're running a business, you're thinking about those, your friends, right, and making right. a space for them as well. And and it just changes our behavior, not just earlier, but throughout our lives. Uh, so important, and I, I love that uh, idea of having uh, those in, in high school, especially being able to, to not only be the star, but to help uh, a kid with, with some challenges or some disabilities or difficulties uh, have that same kind of experience. That's where uh, real transformation actually happens, maybe more so than the uh, state finals uh, in a competitive sport. Uh, Governor, before I let you go, um, you were part of the, the conversation here at the Utah uh, Business Diversity Summit. Uh, what's the one thing you wish every Utahan would be thinking about when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion? Well, I, I shared something that, that I think is very important. I, the, the first part of this is that there is real racism in, in our country, and there are still real racists. We, we, we haven't gotten past that. Um, and, and it's very important that when, when, uh, that, that we call those things out and that we, we do our best to move on. There are also a whole bunch of really, really good people and, and uh, that, that sometimes get accused of being racist. And this is where I think we need to be careful. We, we talk often about structural racism and and there are certainly, uh, you know, racist policies in the past that have led to disparate outcomes today. Um, but but I, I don't like those terms. I, I think it's wrong to view everything through the, the lens of race. That that can, it, it taken too far, it can actually divide us more yeah. than bringing us together. And and so meeting, again, people looking on the heart of people. That's what I, I, I quoted Martin Luther King Jr. when I was talking to people today. Um, he was He was amazingly optimistic despite the challenges that he was going through. He, he always looked on the heart of people, and uh, and, and we need to make sure that we're we're not um, we're not shaming people or moving them away who are trying to do the right thing. President Obama last week had a had an interesting conversation where he talked a little bit about that very thing. He said sometimes we we caught speaking to Democrats. He said I, we we. We, people get tired of walking on eggshells that they might say the wrong thing yeah. when they're not intending to do that type of harm. And so, uh, you know, we need to call out the truly bad actors, and there are fewer of them, I believe, than, than ever before, but, but also make space for people who are just trying to do the right thing and live their life. And really, we love, Utahns love and care about their neighbors. They may not always express it the right way, um, but we, we want Utah to be a place where everyone feels included. Uh, fantastic. Governor Spencer Cox, thanks for uh, joining us today. That's going to wrap it up for us here at the Utah Business Diversity Summit. It's part of the Utah, the One Utah Summit series. This has been a crucial conversation on Inside Sources throughout the day today, and it's up to all of us. Link arms, value the differences, oneness is not sameness, and great things are yet to come. That wraps it up for us on a Friday. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference.
KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.